Man, I get this work, 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 work. You don't make money, then keep it two cents. Hating on me, cause the bitch gotta get it. They mad, cause the bank account cap seven digits. I'm a, I'm a boss, you a secretary. Money come first, never secondary. Life Montana ain't never worried. My diamonds cold like February. E everyday basic, can't understand it. That's what they talk shit, cause they can't stand it. Pussy on a pedestal, you can never buy it. Get a little ratchet, but don't even try it. Got my own money, but I love to get it for me. So I put it in the savings and I get the interest on it. If I want it, I can get it. You don't need a co-signer. I got 700 credit, independent, don't forget it. My girls bang full like Oprah. Paparazzi wanna get a close up, so they always there when I show up. Got a car in the crib and a bag full of chips. So your man always begging for a call and a kiss. Pretty girls working, I know he wish. You can move with the job to the boss of the shit. <laughs> wanna employ me? How to put him in his place like an employee? Make a little space for your girl to breathe. Inhale, exhale, now back to work. My name is a compliment. Bitch is mad cause queen so confident. Presidential, y'all just copy it. Go sit your ass down where the lobby is. great show tonight from me and myself and my brother from a different mother brandon we're gonna talk we're gonna preview the niners dallas game we're gonna talk about what positions are greater than the others would this be the game of the week all right after this
let's go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be bringing you a show, myself and Brandon. Brandon represents his YouTube channel, Forever Faithful Podcast. I represent the Nano Sickness Podcast. We're going to unite. We're going to try to get Brandon's channel going. We're going to try to bring some activity to his channel. Make sure to like and subscribe to his channel. Let's help him grow. We are all Niner family. We all support one another. So if you're watching this right now or you're watching this on a replay, do me a favor. Make sure to go to my boy Forever Faithful podcast and subscribe. Brandon, how are you doing, my friend? Doing well, Beto. Thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the help, man. I really appreciate it. Trying to get up there and, uh, you know, get my my channel growing and everything like you said. Um, You know, I, I do this for you guys, the faithful. And I would like, you know, give you guys the updates on the Niner news, Niner games, all that stuff each and every week. And I always enjoy the show I put on for you guys. So once again, like Beto said, hit that like subscribe button over on my channel. If you guys are over at Niner Sickness, go over to For Your Faithful Podcast, hit that like subscribe button. And if you want to, have both uh, channels going uh, in the background and we can both get those views. So, yeah, let's get right into it, man. Yeah, if you're watching from a computer or if you have two devices, like Brandon said, make sure to have both browsers open. Uh, that way that Brandon gets the views, I get the views, and we'll continue to bring your content each and every week. We'll make it worth your while. We're going to bring you stats. We're going to bring you information, updates. Brandon does good at that, man. And again, we're family. We're trying to support one another. So I'm here to support my boy, Brandon. With that said, everyone in the chat, welcome. How's everybody doing? Hope everyone is doing great. Let me go ahead and start acknowledging all our viewers. We got the queen of the crop here, royalty. And Don, Dalton, how you doing, Don? What's going on, Don? Let's go, Don in the house. We got Jimmy Perez in La Casa. What's up, Jimmy? He says, what's up, Beto and Brandon? Smash that like button, people, and subscribe. That is what I'm talking about, my brother from a different mother. We got John, we got John in the house. What's up, John? Welcome, John. Welcome. We got the lovely... Laura Cat Royalty in the house. How you doing, Laura? Good to see you. We got my boy Javier Rios popping in. What's up, brother? What's up, fellas? Let's go. Let's go. I got my my beautiful niece, Ma Lopez, in the house. What's up? Uh, Ma, how you doing? Welcome. Always supported her uncle. Loves her Niners. Great to have you. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bashar, 49er Minded. Let's go. We got one of my good moderators, Damien Lee in the house. What's up, brother? Welcome, welcome. So we're going to be starting to show me and Brandon, trying to get his channel going, show him some love, some support. So I'm not, throughout this show, I'm going to keep reminding everyone to make sure to subscribe to his channel, make sure to support him. Let's get him up to 500 uh, subscribers, and then we can move from there. Let's help a brother out. Um, so, Brandon, we are going to be previewing the Cowboys 
and Dallas game. Most likely, it's going to be the game of the week. Everybody's anticipating Friday night. Excuse me, Sunday night football. People are fired up. The Cowboys think they're going to the Super Bowl. Niners want to know who, you know, the Niners want to know if we can play against a defense like that. Uh, Neither team has really played great teams. Let's keep it real. The Cowboys are delusional fans. If for say they think that they beat up the Giants, who we're finding out that they are crap. Just like we're finding out that the Steelers are crap. But for them to think and already getting tattoos, 2023 Super Bowl champs, it's absurd and crazy. Do you think the Niners will put the Cowboys in their place this Sunday night, bro? So I'm going to say yes, and that's not just me being a fan. It's me just being for real. Um, mind you, throughout the, the three weeks for both teams, um, Niners have proved on both sides of the ball what they, what they could do, defense and offense. Dallas has only proved what they got on defense. They haven't done jack shit on offense yet. And mind you, they lost against Arizona. So that should kind of tell you something right there too. So I'm going to be looking out for that offense this week that Dallas has because they haven't been able to perform yet because of their defense stepping up and basically taking care of business. And so, like I said, I'm going to be watching out for that. See like what they actually got on offense because they haven't done really much on offense these past three weeks. Um, and be on the lookout for some Dak interceptions, too. Absolutely. Real quick, Don just says she's not going to be able to be stay in the live, which we respectfully thank you for letting us know her husband's birthday today. So let's go ahead and wish him a happy birthday, birthday real quick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Don Dotson's hubby. Your Raiders are traitors, too. There you go. Happy birthday, brother. Enjoy. Um, he's a big Raider fan. Not everybody is, you know, bright. So we'll go with that. We got Maverick in the house. What's up, Maverick? How you doing, sir? Uh, grab your beverage. Put your feet up on the couch and enjoy this show. Make sure you guys share and comment. Uh, so I'm with you. I, I think, you know, I think this will be a challenge for the Niners as well. That that uh, Dallas defense is no joke. They got a lot of speed on that. I know they're missing uh, Diggs. Uh, they're all pro uh, corner. But the guys that are stepping up are not as bad. The question mark that I have, uh, Brandon, is on the offense of the Cowboys. They're not doing too hot in the red zone. They're not moving the ball. They're not able to punch it in. Um, a lot of their points have come from the defensive side of the ball, they seem to put the, the offense in a nice cushion, put them in nice field position uh, for them to try to do something. But if you notice, the only game that the Cowboys fell behind on and got ran over was the Arizona Cardinals. And once they had to put the ball on Dak Prescott's hands, he had the one interception, which is against the Cardinals. 
I think the Niners will bring that pressure. Now, I want to ask you. I know it's a change from D'Amico Ryans over to Steve Wilkes. I know Steve Wilkes still has to find his group, kind of get in that feeling of, of his players. And I know that uh, when it comes to pressures, we're leading the league. But does it seem to you that the pass rush is not not as strong as it was last year towards the end of the year. What are your thoughts just from the Niners pass rush in these last four games you saw? Um, yes and no. Um, I think it's still too early to tell. Um, I think once like everybody's like more settled in and, um, the season continues to go on. I, I think you'll see an improvement with the pass rush. But um, I feel like uh, they'll they'll get better for sure. I, I did notice that, especially against Arizona um, last week. Uh, especially that, that one drive that uh, was 99 yards. Um, but, you know, come second half, they tightened up. And they look just as good as they do all the time. So I'm not too worried about it. As long as our front uh, four gets up and um, makes, you know, do, gets that pressure on the quarterback, we should be okay. Um, and like I said, Dak and the offense haven't haven't performed as much yet. So um, just be be ready to see Dak running for his life and possibly throw – couple interceptions yeah yeah um uh Stephen a smith uh made a bet with perks on uh first takes and the, it's a it's a gutsy bet i gotta i gotta admit it's not about who wins the game the bet is that if dak throws two interceptions and they made a thousand dollar bet uh Stephen a wins if uh, Dak only throws one interception, but not two. Then he has to pay Perks a thousand dollars. So it's a you know for them, it's like me and Brandon betting like five bucks. Um, but it's still a bet amongst men. It was done on a live show, and I cannot wait to to have Stephen A. get his money for Mister Perks or not Perks. I'm I'm mistaking him for mom. Um, I do. Ragu, yeah. Ragu, yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. So that that's the guy, yeah. What's up, Brian? Cope, welcome to the so, Welcome to the channel. You want so, to add to that? Um, so, you want to know, because I did a bet too today with uh, one of my coworkers. Okay. So, basically, we bet he thinks that. Um, Purdy's going to throw his first interception this game. And I said, no, I don't think he will. So we're betting, we're betting breakfast. Okay. So the, so the bet is that if he throws an interception, you lose. If he doesn't, mm -hmm. you win. And the winner yep. uh, gets treated to a breakfast. Yep. Is he a Cowboy fan or just not a Niner fan? He's a Raider fan. Ah, wow. You know, uh, not much we can say about the Raiders right now. They're uh, deploding uh, as we talk, yeah. bro, from the from the front office to the team, and nobody wants to be there. 
I expect Max Crosby to soon ask for a trade. Devontae Adams already doesn't want to be there. Um, we'll see what happens. But uh, they're something exploding over there. They're they're not playing good football. Um, we'll see what happens. But I hear him. I, I hear he's he's in pain. But yeah, a lot of these bets are being made. You know, the Niners and Dallas Cowboys go way back into the seventies uh, rivalry. Now the Cowboys, unfortunately, had the upper hand in the seventies. Then the Niners kind of took over in the eighties, and then the Cowboys kind of took it back in the nineties, right? And uh, now, for the last two years, the Niners have kicked the Cowboys home out of the playoffs. Now it hasn't been a championship game, but Whenever you get an arrival team out of the playoffs, it's always a great thing to experience. And the Cowboys, Brandon, I think, have the true pressure on trying to beat the Niners this Sunday. Why? Because I believe that in their mind, Dak Prescott, uh, the, uh, the, the running back, Pollard, the receiver, CeeDee Lamb, and defensively, it has to be in their head. We can't beat these guys. And if they start falling behind, it gets in their head like, man, can we beat this guy? And so they have to get that back. And they're going to do everything they can to get this win. But with that said, guys, I don't think Christian McCaffrey has been playing his best football yet. And that's credible for me to say because he's been on fire. He finally is comfortable with this offense, Brandon. The guy's unstoppable. He sees the lanes. He makes the proper cut. Um, I forgot who said, I think it was Steve Young, said he's the Jerry Rice of the team right now. And that's big uh, praise coming, because uh, Steve Young was in KNBR, and that was big praise from uh, Steve Young. Uh, how excited are you for CMC so far? And for all the doubters that said that that was going to be a dumb trade. We gave up too much for McCaffrey because he gets hurt, blah, blah, blah. How are they looking? This offense just runs through Chris, Christian McCaffrey. Since he's gotten here, Like you could just tell the difference, how smooth they run now, how open receivers are, how much our run game has improved. Um. Christian McCaffrey is like the freaking goat right now, to be honest with you. Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, he's playing his ass off. My only concern is, is Kyle is using him too much these past three weeks. And I think we need to calm down on that. He had 27 carries last week um, with his four touchdowns. And I'm just – I'm still – Worried because we're, we're using him too much, and I don't want an injury to happen, knock on wood. So no, you're I think, right. We don't want injuries, but yeah. the way that defenses have to game plan, yeah, the, the way that Kyle's able to call this place because of having CMC on the, on the field, he is too important of a chess uh, piece not to have them on there. I understand you don't want to work them too hard. It's a long season. But let's let's be honest. Elijah Mitchell is probably the only running back that can kind of keep up a little bit. The problem mm-hmm. with him, he's always hurt. 
And I love myself, Mason. But Jordan right now, and um, I keep forgetting the, 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 the third one. Uh, TDP. TDP are not, for whatever reason, showing their potential. So the Niners really have to rely on Christian McCaffrey, even if he doesn't get the ball, just his presence on the field opens up a Uke, opens up uh, Debo, opens up Kittle. They can do so many different formations because of the personnel of CMC being on the roster. This is why I don't want him to get hurt. God forbid he gets hurt, but it's football. And I don't want to hold nobody back when he gives you the best chances of winning. He's smart. He's playing some smart football. He's trying to avoid those big hits. Um, and unfortunately, even when you do your best, if it's your time to get hurt, it's your time. All we can pray is that it's not a major injury. But who knows? He can play the whole year with not even a scratch, bro. The, this offensive line is protecting him, opening up lanes for him. Uh, but this offensive line against that defensive uh, line speed it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. Let me ask you, this is what I've been hearing. The Niners need to run towards number 11. Not away from from uh, number 11, but towards them. As he comes and brings the heat, as the pass rush comes, run towards the pass rush to slow it down. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with that? Or do you think the Niners should just run away from him? No, I think uh, you saw how great B.A. has been doing. He had those two deep passes from Purdy that um, were a big game. He, I think he went, what, 147 yards uh, for the game? Um, yes. So, you know, like we continue to throw to him more. Um, this offense is just going to go off, man. And – I feel like we could use Debo a little bit more too, not always go to BA. Like, you know, mixed up a little bit so we could confuse the the defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like since BA has been in, he's, um, besides the Thursday night football game against the Giants, yes. uh, we haven't seen a lot of Debo because Purdy's been focused on BA a lot. So if we could just mix it up a little bit against these Cowboys, man. Um, I think we should be all right, dude. Like, have have a little bit from BA, have a little bit from Debo, have a little bit from CMC, have a little bit from George Kittle. Like, we do that, dude. Ooh, we should be cherry, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm with you. I, I you know, I, I can't speak for Kyle Shannon. Obviously, I'm not him. I'm not in his mind. But yeah. based on what I've seen, bro, I think that because we see lack of Debo doesn't mean that he he's not getting himself open or – they're not using I, I really believe in my personal opinion, this is my opinion, that Kyle is a creature of habit. He doesn't want to show his hand as much as possible. If we're winning with just Brandon, if we're moving the ball with just CMC, he's not going to call plays for Debo. He's not going to call plays for Kittle. He's going to allow those plays to wait and simmer until someone can stop. Brandon, mm -hmm. once someone can stop Brandon or you or someone stops uh, CMC, this is where he'll call upon Debo to step up. This is where he'll call upon Kittle. So this personnel that the Niners have 
as long as they can remain healthy, Brandon, listen, Kyle can do whatever he wants, and he finally has the quarterback that can execute his game plan. The quarterback that has Kyle's confidence. He has great confidence in Brock. Brock is able to do exactly what Kyle wants, and the most dangerous thing in an offense is when the head coach and the quarterback are in tune with one another. And this is what we're finding out with Brock Purdy. I don't think any team can stop this team but themselves and injuries. So I'll fire up real quick. Before we move forward, I just want to welcome Mac Joe in the house. What's up, Mac Joe? We got Facebook user. Unfortunately, it doesn't say your name. Uh, you can put it, type it out at the end of your sentence or make your way over to our YouTube channel. And it will show it for you. Uh, but welcome, nevertheless. We got um, Joey in the house. What's up, Joey? Always supporting. He says, Elijah could have used that phone. Joey, this motherfucker. We got Luis Moreno in the house. What's up, Luis? Welcome, welcome. And we got uh, Jimmy P.S. in the house. What's up, Jimmy? Welcome, sir. So, um, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, says, I've been working like crazy and not had a chance to watch your videos. Hope everyone is doing good and stable. Listen, uh, Mac Joe, I know how it is to deal with life. We got to take care of our families, our loved ones, work. The fact that you're here today watching this uh, channel, even if it's for a few minutes, I just want to say thank you, man. I salute you. And a busy week taking care of your family. You still take time to come and check us out. Real quick though, Mac, if you haven't support, if you're not following my boy Brandon, make sure to follow him at Forever Faithful Podcast and hit that subscribe to his channel. We're trying to get his channel up, and uh, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it because we have the most loyal fans, not only to the team but to Niner content creators. So I know we're gonna get it. And we're going to get it up. Uh, Jimmy Rio yes, says, sir. I agree. Sure, they are planning to split the throw and run. I I don't yep. I don't put nothing behind Kyle, uh, Brandon. Neither do I. I Kyle's do smart. I. He'll do I whatever think, uh, he needs. Yeah. I think uh, they're going to, they're definitely going to split it, pass and, and run. Um, the question is, is how much on the, at least on the passing, um, is it going to go to BA? How much is it going to go to CMC? How much is it going to go to Debo? How much is it going to go to George Kittle? George Kittle doesn't get as much touches like he used to. So, um, it's, I'm kind of hoping that Kittle has a game this weekend because I also have him on fantasy and I need him to get some points. You know what I'm saying? So, but here's my question for you, Beto. Uh-huh. Going into this game, who has the better defense? And this just talking as a, a, a football fan, not going off of, you know, our team. Oh, that, I'm, I'm typing to the guys as well. Repeat the question for me one more time. Who has the better defense going into this game so far? 
That's a good. That's a very good question, uh, uh, Brandon. Um, man, to me, honestly, there's a it's a one A, one B. Uh, I don't want to discredit the Cowboys. I don't like the Cowboys. Can't stand the Cowboys. Uh, but I love football. I like to be as honest as possible. Mm-hmm. Right now. The Dallas Cowboys have more takeaways in four games than the Niners do. They're bringing the pressure. They have uh, Mika back there, like you so like we have Bosa. Um, I think the front four we are better. I think the linebacking core we are better, but they are playing fast and they're taking the ball away. So I would have to give the edge a little bit to the Cowboys over the Niners, and this is just being honest, but. In the takeaway department, let me make it clear, in the takeaway department. But overall, the Niners have more pro bowlers on that defense. So the Niners defense is better than the Cowboys. The Cowboys just have more takeaways. Um, But they're going to be facing a quarterback that does not like to give the ball away. Let's see how their defense does when the other team doesn't turn the ball over as much or at all let's see what they can do but anything will be put to rest after this game it will be a defensive battle for those that think it's going to be a high scoring game i i just can't see it i think it's going to be a a a a low scoring game i think it's going to be defensive but if i have to put my money on which offense will have a better chance with the opposing defense i got to give it to the niners I got to. Right now, and I'm not talking about past history or future. Right now, I'm going to ask you one question, Brendan. Who's playing better quarterback right now? Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy? Can't hear you. My bad. I was on mute. Now you got to do that all over again. Brock, uh, Brock Purdy, uh, like I told you in the beginning of the show, um, we haven't seen jack shit from the Dallas offense yet. So they haven't been having to put up production um, because their defense has been taking care of all that. Where the Niners, we've been going off on both sides of the ball. So, of course, easily Brock Purdy. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree 100%. David Villa is in the house. What's up, David Villa? How you doing, sir? Good What's on, up, my Niner family, my brother, Beto, and Brandon? Glad you're on. Can't wait for the game Sunday. It's going to be a magical game for us this year. It's our year. To your mouth, to God's ears, man, to the football gods' uh, ears, I just want to stay healthy. To me, that is what is going to keep us uh, going is the health. Can we stay healthy? That's what I want. This game, the Niners need to win just as bad as the Cowboys. I think the pressure is more on the Cowboys than they are the Niners. But the Niners need to win this game. If they can make a statement on this defense, O-M-G. If Brandon, you can go off, 
Debo goes off. CMC goes off. And our defense shuts that offense up. There's always talk about the Cowboys, Niners, and Eagles right now. And I don't want to dismiss Detroit. Detroit is playing pretty good football on both sides of the ball. But they're still young. This is a statement. A big statement this Sunday night on who's going to be representing uh, the NFC in the Super Bowl. Again, if every team stays healthy, it's going to be uh, interesting to see what this game looks like. This is going to be a little bit of a preview of the playoffs. Now, Jerry Jones was caught saying that the Niners are the team that most likely will be in the Super Bowl. You want to share something with that? Yeah, let me... um... What's funny is I actually have it right here lined up. Let's play it real quick. Hold on. Owner slash general manager yesterday on his Dallas radio show. Jerry Jones had this to say about the 49ers. They are right now probably the uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. But in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, hopefully two times, if that's the way it falls in the playoffs. And we're in the playoffs, of course. But the bottom line is that you, you're playing the best. This is a, uh, a certainly, uh, you don't need the game to tell you that you're playing the best. But you need the game to uh, show you how you stack up against the best. Okay, so yeah. What are your thoughts? Right, right on point. You know, he to me, I see where he's coming from. But to me, being that he's playing in the East uh, Division, he is completely being disrespectful to the Philadelphia Eagles because (laughs) he's like, they're going to have to go through us. All right. So if I'm a Philadelphia fan or Eagle, I'm like. Whoa, whoa, you little stinky old man. What do you mean through you? Who was in the championship game last year? Who won that game? Who represented the NFC in the Super Bowl? To me, that was a huge disrespect to the Eagles. Um, I know he's focusing on the rivalry in the past, Niners and Cowboys. But, hey, he he still has the Eagles in his division. They haven't played yet. Old man Jerry needs to slow his roll down. Don't focus too much about us, regardless of what the outcome is in this game. Focus on your backyard because the Eagles are 4-0 right now. You're 3-1. So, Jerry, keep your mouth shut. Haven't you learned anything from Jed York? Jed York just pays the bills and gets himself out of the way. Jerry, you're too old, man. You know, go back to the strip joint and and do your thing over there and let your son run the team uh, because you're definitely running your mouth. Real quick, Tanisha is in the house. What's up? We got royalty in the house. What's up, Tanisha? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for arriving and showing. Make sure to hit the like button. Tanisha, real quick, everybody that is coming new, I'm just going to make you guys aware that we are – Doing our shows once a week with my boy Brandon. We're trying to get his channel going. We're trying to get his channel to grow. Make sure if you're not already subscribed to my boy Brandon's channel, Forever Faithful Podcast. 
Make sure to uh, follow him. Subscribe to his channel. Great guy. He has great content. He keeps you updated with injuries. He keeps you updated with players. He does a lot of great video clips. Let's show some love and and uh, subscribe to my boy, um, Brandon. Absolutely. But welcome, welcome, welcome to the channel. Welcome. Ruiz Moreno says, if the Niners beat the Cowboys for the third time, imagine the mindset of the Cowboys going into the playoffs, knowing they have to play us again. Not good for them. This is what a very good point, Luis. Very good point. This is why the Dallas Cowboys, I believe, will come on Sunday night with their A game. The Niners cannot afford to overlook them at all. Any thoughts, Brandon? Yeah, I agree. Uh, just going back on the, the defense question I asked you earlier, um, I got it from Undisputed from yesterday's show. And Sherman and Keyshawn both said the Niners. Um, and then, of course, Skip went with, you know, Dallas. Oh, um, shocker. Right. I just want to play it real quick if that's cool. Of course. Okay. Here we go. Hold on. I'll give you an edge here and an edge there and an edge here. I, I got all the things that you just detailed. If you want to play punt, pass, and kick, you might have me by a little bit here and there. But if we want to talk about productivity, if we want to talk about the bottom line to the game you both played at the very highest level, what is it ultimately all about? It's about taking the football away and not giving it away. It's pretty simple. That's the, the telltale, tell-it-all stat is turnover differential. If your defense can take it away much more than your offense gives it away, I can show you year after year after year. I can show you the numbers. The numbers will tell you that the teams who get to the Super Bowl have the best almost always turnover differential. What does my defense do better than any defense maybe ever in the history of football? We're on a tear right now, a, turn a takeaway tear. We're, we, we are taking the ball away at an historic level. Oh, yeah. Let's see right. how it's, it carries on through this year. But there's only one team in the history of this league that led the whole league in takeaways two straight years, and it was the Steel Curtain Steelers of the 1970s. Oh, so now y'all are Steel Curtain. Mm -hmm. well, Jets were the 85 yeah. Bears, now y'all are Steel Curtain. We are eclipsing the Steel Curtain because through four games, we're on the same rampage that we've been on for two years under the great Dan Quinn. Richard knows him well because he played for him in Seattle. He is our unofficial head coach. He is our official motivator of the team. And since he walked in the door, all the defense does is produce at the highest level. It does the ultimate. It takes the football away. I give you that. I'm, I'm looking 2021, 2022. And four games into 23, my defense has taken the ball away 77 times. In that same span, the 49ers have taken the ball away 55 times. We're 22 ahead over two years and four games. That's extraordinary. That's significant. That's a big gap from uh, a, a and a, what would you call it, a B-minus. B so uh, the, the truth is, 
The God's truth is, if you look hard no, at the numbers, no, the God's truth is that the, the B minus, the one B minus is actually the 49ers because I'm looking at interceptions and fumbles returned for touchdowns over these two years and four games. So and I'm, I'm looking at Cowboys. They're number one by far with a bullet Couldn't because agree they more, have Luis. 12 over two years and four games, 12 times. You, you, they you, have you. either caught the ball or scooped the ball and scored with the football. You, the 49ers over that two years and four months span, five times, 12 to five. Well, that means you got number one and then you got, you got a one B minus in San Francisco. I'll give you that. Okay. How about okay, sacks over, over the last two years and four games? Sacks. Uh, I'll give you this. Philly, we're going to talk about Philly in a few minutes here, but they have one more sack than Dallas over that period. It's 110 for mm -hmm. Philly to 109 for Dallas. And the 49ers are back at that B minus level at 101. So we take it away and we <laughs> scoop it and score it and we intercept it and pick six it. And we sack at higher levels. We produce at much higher levels than the 49ers ever thought about. So I give you, if you want to go to the combine, you got me. If you want to punt pass and kick, you got me. But you don't have me here. So basically, yeah, his rants are ridiculous, bro. Dude, I know, right? So what I want, I was hoping that they're going to show what Sherman Keyshawn said about the Niners defense. Uh, because they call they called the Cowboys defense a B minus. That's where that's what Skip. Yeah, was. That, yeah, it was Keyshawn. Uh, the call that and and you can saw Skip got all butthurt because yep. it, it, he expected to be like an A an A minus. When he said mm -hmm. B minus, he got his little panties all wet uh, and bothered. <laughs> uh, you know, and not only that, but but even uh, Nick Wright from First Things First. I've been watching yeah. that, and he said that Geno Smith is a better quarterback than Brock. I don't know why he hates the Niners what? so much. He said Brock Purdy is, I mean, that Geno Smith is a way better quarterback than Brock Purdy this year and last year. And I don't, I don't understand where Eric Wright is getting, Nick Wright is getting his information. I know he's a huge homer. Uh, Chiefs fan, but the dude hates the Niners. He's saying that the nine he doesn't trust Brock. What has Brock haven't done so far to people not to trust him? He's doing everything that he's asked to do. The greatest thing I keep hearing is he hasn't faced adversity yet. But if you're if you don't guess have what? to, guess what? We're playing uh, dominant defense on Sunday. Right, yeah. Brock Purdy shows out. Nick Wright better put some respect on his name. Yeah, how dare him? And no disrespect to Seahawks fans, Joe. If you're watching this podcast now or later, I know you're a huge Seahawks fan, but let's keep it real. Gino has done a beautiful thing with Pete Carroll. He has done played better than he's done in his career. I'm happy for you and and Gino Smith, but if you look at all the categories. There's no way in the world that he is better than Brock. And this is not me being a, just a Niner fan, a homer. This is looking at the stats. Brock hasn't uh, done anything to deserve that disrespect. And it just completely pissed me off. Let me know in the chat, guys, if you guys watched 
first things first and heard this comment from this ugly looking big nose hairy hair Nick Wright um <laughs> the dude go take a shower man uh this dude's just idiotic man he's just idiotic and uh, I like to watch it from uh, I can't think of his name the other guy the other guy's pretty uh he's pretty decent in that um but uh these takes from uh these uh people are just unreal my friend yeah you're telling me man like he is Brock Purdy is not getting the respect that he deserves and honestly it's kind of annoying at this point um but you know what? Let them keep hating. Let let Brock Purdy prove what the what what he what he, what he has to bring it to the table. The guy since he started and CMC's been here, we are what? I think 15, 16 and no. Yep. Right? No interceptions. And we score an average of thirty points a game. Yep. I mean, what more can you say? Brock has not lost a game that he finished. He's a believe eight and zero or nine and zero as a starter. The guy plays, understands defenses, makes the right reads. He's a quick decision maker. Uh, he understands what Kyle expects of him. He can process really, really quick. He can see that open receiver. Not always. He doesn't always go to the receiver that he was planned to go first. He actually scrubs out the defense the guy's playing great um i keep hearing that because of the lack of arm and the lack of size he's not a top he's a top 10 quarterback right now and if you're going to be stuck on that big arm and big body that that's just you hating the dude threw for 42 yards to ride in the bread basket to a uke Okay, and then he threw he throw a thirty plus yard. You know who hasn't thrown anything over thirty? Dak Prescott, the guy that's getting all that money. Let me read something real quick, guys. Um, during the game against Arizona, when the pocket is clean, when the pocket is clean, okay, this boy Brock Purdy has about an eighty-seven percent. Okay, he, out of 19 attempts, he completed 19. He was perfect, okay, for 271 yards and a TD. Under pressure, when he's under pressure, he completed, uh, he completed one, hold on, yeah, uh, yeah, he completed one out of two, 50% completion, okay, for 12 yards. When he's not blitzed, be careful when you don't blitz this kid. He's uh, 15 for 16. He had that one. Um, no, no, the blitz came under pressure. He's uh, 16 for 16 and a touchdown. When blitz, he was 5 for 5. Okay? This guy can handle the blitz. He's not afraid to stay. What does that mean when you're 5 for 5 when blitz? It means that you stay in the pocket you're not worried about getting hit. You're focused on who you're going to throw the ball to, and you're helping your team to get the ball where it needs to go. This kid is the real deal. He may not be 6'4", but the guy is standing like a giant. He might not have the biggest arm, but the biggest muscle 
you need is between your ears. And he that muscle, he's flexing, which is his mind. This kid is special. Uh, I hate comparisons. This kid, if you're not a believer, I don't know what it's going to take, Brandon, for people to jump on. I love my, my, my boy Ted. I do. Great guy. Congratulations on your second baby. Love you, brother. But you got to let go of the Trey Lance. That bus has, has sailed. Brock Purdy is the man. And people have questioned me. Hey, you said you like Trey. Why are you calling Trey Lance a bust and he's no good? Let me explain why. Because he's wearing a damn star on his head. He's a cowboy now. So as soon as you go to the Cowboys, you suck. And Brock Purdy went to the Cowboys, he would suck. I can't stand the Cowboys. So that's why I'm trash-talking Trey Lance. Because he's now a Cowboy. I had to get that out, bro. Because people are like, hey, I thought you liked Trey. I liked him when he was a Niner. I liked him when he was a Bison. Can't stand him as a Cowboy. So maybe that will change once he leaves. Uh, let me read some of these questions, bro. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Niners throwbacks. I only have one question. When will Danny Gray... Um, I believe he's been, uh, I think he'll be cleared next week, if I'm not mistaken. I, I do know that Robert Beal is off injury reserve. Um, who else? Um, I'm trying to, I can't, I'm, there's two people that came off injury reserve that are not practicing. Um, but I think Danny Gray, because he went week, he went down week one. We got to wait another week. Hopefully, he'll be ready to go if they need him. Now, keep in mind, right now, the way the Niners are playing, any player at whatever position it is, if they're not needed because they're doing okay, they're not going to rush nobody. He might be clear now, but he might not be rushed in because uh, uh, Ronnie Bell is playing good. So just because they get cleared doesn't mean they have to come in the only ones that come in is like if a Brandon Ayuk was on IR or Debo was on IR, those guys come in as soon as they're clear. But when you get the other guys, they're going to just sprinkle them in. But I think Danny Gray's coming along. He's fine. Hopefully we'll see a little bit of this week or next week. You want to add anything to that? Honestly, I think we'll just see Ronnie Bell. What are your thoughts about the... Uh, Ronnie Bell so far and what you've seen the little sample size that you've seen of him I like him a lot dude he's going to be good in the system for sure and he's already proven it so yeah uh, don't back it. I'm sorry go ahead no I just said just be on the lookout for him absolutely uh, another throwback says I just wanted to see more deep threats I get uh, I get we have a youth, but I want a cow to scare defenses even more. Listen, do not be surprised if Kyle knows this and it has in the back of his mind for games that are totally necessary to keep defenses balanced. He looks at the defense he's facing. If a defense does not oppose a big threat, and the Niners can manage by keeping everything within front of them, they will do that. Trust me. We've seen that 42-yard throw 
from Brock. That's a sample size to know that if it's need to be, if the Niners need to throw the ball deep, he can do it. He can do it. Uh, but if it's if he's dinking and dunking or just throwing here a ten yarder, uh, a twenty yarder, and the ball is getting moved, it doesn't matter how the ball gets moved as long as we're scoring. Listen, for for a concern about him not having a big arm or being tall, and I'm a reference you niner throwback. I'm talking about in general. We are scoring thirty plus points uh, a week. This is the fourth week, and a lot of people, wow, this will be the week that the Niners don't score 30, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, Carol, I mean, uh, the the uh, Cardinals put 28 points on that defense. Are you? I'm not saying they will, but are you so sure that the Niners can't put 30 on the Cowboys' defense? We're about to find out on Sunday night. But this offense is moving. It is like an oil, a wild oil machine. It is doing his thing. Brock Purdy's only getting better each game. Imagine Brock Purdy by time, by playoff time. Ooh-wee. I am fired up. We finally got our our quarterback, Brandon. Uh, we finally yeah, got no. our quarterback. I know. I don't know what people but are waiting for. People are sleeping on him. Nate Burson on Good Morning Football is another Niner hater. Yeah, he's a Seahawks Uh fan, bro. He's a big Seahawks. I've seen him give some love to Niners, but it's very, very rare that he does that. I say he gives more love to uh, the Rams than he does the Niners. Okay, uh, Mod. Gotcha. I don't know if that's reference to me or... uh, you're talking to someone, probably talking to someone, but uh, let me know if it's me or someone else because I uh, I am confused. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't take much for me to get confused anyway, but that's besides the point. What? You want to be on the show? Okay, hold on, hold on. We got a, a, a yeah, show pop- crusher. Uh- All right, come on. Mm-hmm. Is it, what? Who's going to win the game? No, I didn't say lick my microphone. Yeah. Looking the mic. Nice. Niners are kicking the butt. This is my baby right here. Mwah. She was outside. My wife my wife had to open the door and let her in because she was scratching on the door uh, to get in. That's her way of saying open the door. Uh, David Villa says they don't want to admit we are the best Niners for life. Uh, we taking it all this year. Man, all I don't want to see is injuries. If we can avoid injuries, the sky is the limit. This could be very well our year. Um, uh-huh. Kyle Shanahan uh, has done a great job. I know a lot of uh, people, my boy Dion, uh, he's harsh on, uh, on Kyle. Love my boy Dion. But it's, for him, it's a Super Bowl bust. And it's true. It is Super Bowl bust. I'm not talking about... Be content with just making it into the championship. Okay. You got to win the Super Bowl. And I am with Dion on that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, okay. To uh, Maverick. Got you. Got you. Because I'm like, we already got your information. But anyway, uh, got you, got you, got you. So uh, my boy Dion, it's kind of hard on, on Kyle because he hasn't won a Super Bowl. 
And I try to explain to my boy Dion that at the end of the day, it is Super Bowl or bust. It is. But you can't take away what, what Kyle and John have done in se- seven years. They came in, totally dismantled this team. It's not like Harbaugh coming in, taking over a good roster and getting them to the championship game. He came in, dismantled the whole team, only brought on three players from the old regime, built it himself with John. And for all those that keep telling me that they don't draft well, maybe not in the high, but oh my God, bro. Yes, Solomon Thomas was no good. Yes, we went we moved up for uh, Forrester. But who thinks about Forrester when you have Fred Warner? Okay? Even though we drafted Solomon Thomas and Forrester, did you guys forget that we drafted a tight end in the fifth round by the name of George Kittle? That draft alone was worth it just because of Kittle. Then you got Fred Warner in the third round. You got a Hufanga pro bowler. In the fifth round, you got Greenlaw. There should be a pro bowler in the fifth round. You get all these gems. You got Debo in the second round pro bowler, all pro. Come on. You get Trent Williams for peanuts from a team that doesn't like the Niners. Uh, the, The ex owner hated Kyle Shanahan. And he was able to trade Trent Williams. This team, this organization, John Lynch and Kyle, have done nothing but improve our team. We are relevant. I don't know about you, Brandon, but I can walk with my chest up and my head high representing my colors. Why? Because we are winning. We haven't won the big one yet, but I got to believe that if you keep on knocking, that door eventually will be open. And the Niners are doing it. So I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Dion. He has his reasons, and I, I, I'm cool with it. But I also believe that, you, that if we ever fire Kyle, which we won't, who do you replace him with? Mike McCarthy from the Cowboys? Hell no. The, Eric the Enemy? What has he done to show me? I'm not saying he can do it. But what has he done to show me that he's capable of doing it? Let me ask you, Brandon. Let's just say for devil, devil advocate, we fire Kyle. Who do you bring in next year to to get what Kyle's gotten you so far? I don't even know. There's not really any good coaches out there right now. Exactly. There isn't. Not any proof. The best coach there's. Let me ask you this. Kyle Shannon, is he a top three coach, head coach right now? Yeah. There, I mean, let's, let's name some coaches. Andy Reid, Super Bowl winner, yep. has to be at the top. Reed. Okay. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, and he got his ass kicked by the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But Bill Belichick, you got, have a team. you got <laughs> Pete Carroll. You got Kyle Shannon, which I think he, and then you got McVay. The top five. So at the very least, however you want to put him, he's a top five head coach out of 32 teams. What else do you want? What else do you want? He's a top five at the very least from 32 teams, but yet you want to get rid of him because he hasn't won a Super Bowl? 
yet, yet, this roster is poised. Now, I know people don't believe in luck. I wish I didn't, but it smacks me in the face each and every time for me not to believe in it, good or bad. Do you agree with me, Brandon, that not only do you need personnel, you need great players, great coaches, but you need a lot of luck to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. You need a good team, good coaches, like you said, good GM, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have all that, like Kyle and, and John built this team from the ground up, basically, and look at how good we are now. Yeah, we haven't won the ring yet, but we look way better than what we have. To be Absolutely. honest, with you, I think we're, I think we're we're better than the Harbaugh years. I agree. I one hundred percent agree that we are a better team. I mean, other than Patrick Willis, uh, you know, you can't take nothing away from him. No Bravo Bowman, but I, I'm very confident. I'm very good with uh, Fred Warner and Greenlaw. Great uh, linebackers uh, to have. You know, we're lacking a little bit in the secondary, Brandon, but I think the Niners will be okay. The front four just needs to bring more pressure, and I think that'll be something that the Niners will continue to work on under Steve Wilkes. This team is ready to rock and roll. Injuries have derailed us in a lot of times. Listen, we were we went into the NFC champ. I'm going to just share this real quick. I know that we gave up three number ones, which... In reality, it was just two, and we switched one with Miami. So I don't know why people say three. It's not three, it's two, but whatever it is for Trey Lance. Nothing against Trey Lance when he was here. It didn't work out, whatever. People are like, I can't believe the Niners. Kyle gave up all that all that capital, blah, blah, blah. He's stupid, and he's no good. During that time, did we miss the playoffs? Or... Were we back-to-back NFC Championship games, Brandon? We're, we went to back-to-back NFC Championship games. So if you're in a championship game, I'm going to play stupid right now. Does that mean you're in the playoffs? Yeah. That means, and then to get into the playoffs, you got to win games during during the regular season, right? Yeah. So how does that, number one, affect us? I'm not saying it's a smart thing to do every time. I'm not saying you sh- people should do it, period. But if anything, it saved us money on first round rounders that we would have to pay. The Niners have been competitive, and we maybe call it luck if you want. Call it that Brock Purdy saved the seat of Kyle by getting drafted in the seventh round. It is what it is. But you got to a quarterback that is, can take you to the Super Bowl that is driving a Toyota Sequoia as his car, okay? A Toyota Sequoia, let that sink in. He's making peanuts. This is why we can bring, uh, we can pay Bosa, bring Hargrave into the mix. This is why we'll be able to pay Brandon because our quarterback is making no money, but yet he's playing like a top-dollar quarterback. Under Kyle. And for those that don't like Kyle, I know I'm going on a rant. 
<laughs> but listen. Good. Oh, my God. Once you see Kyle with the quarterback he trusts, hasn't it looked different this year with Brock than it did ever did with Jimmy? Yes. It looks way different. It looks better. Because looks he has more... faith and trust in Brock, bro. That's all the... he needed. What's up, Raymond? Nunez, welcome, welcome to the, the show. Play... What's up, Brad? The... the playbook is more open for Brock. Absolutely. And than it was for When you go into, like, going into this game Sunday, Brandon, going into this game, there's no guarantees in life. We know that. No absolutes. But are you afraid of the Cowboys? No. Are you afraid that our quarterback might lose the game for us? No, not really. I bet you if you ask a Cowboy fan, are you afraid of the Niners? They'll say nope. Are you afraid that your quarterback might lose the game? They'll pause. They will pause and like, well, <laughs> well, maybe. I don't get that reaction or feeling when it comes to Brock. And this is a kid that was playing his first year as a starter. He's learning as he goes. Do you have any other videos uh, that you want to share real quick? Uh, no, not really. Um, just that T.O. is choosing us to beat Dallas um, this weekend. He's on 95.7 the game this morning. He picks Bonte. the Niners to beat Dallas? Yeah, and then he told Jerry Jones to kick rocks. <laughs> he doesn't like Dallas. Nope, he does not. Yeah, he does not like Dallas. He doesn't like Philly. Uh, uh, what's up, said, David McNiner? He also said that he um, that the Eagle fans um, like greet him and everything more than the Niner fans do. Uh, T.O.? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, she almost so, ran over um, my wife one time when he was on the Niners, bro. So, you know, and told my wife to get out of the way. I'm like, oh, dude. I told my wife, you should have got in front of him. That would have been money in our pocket. My wife's like, you should have got in front of him. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's a, a story for another day. What's up, Christian McCarver? How are you doing? McCarver. I keep saying that. Carver. I'm thinking of the, our boy McCarver. The, yeah. And I keep messing it up. It says, I saw the interview on the club, Shay Shay. I keep hearing this name. You guys kind of have to uh, educate me on this. Which is Shanahan Sharps. Oh, you just did. Thank you. Uh, where Shanahan was interviewing Marshawn Lynch, and Marshawn said that Malcolm Butler, INT, the Seahawks haven't been the same since. Oh, you're talking about that Super Bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they should have gave it to Marshawn instead of uh, Marshawn, exactly. Yeah, yeah, bro. That that, but that Brady. goes for the Niners back with the Harbaugh when we yeah. threw it to Crabtree. I don't know how many times they should have gave it to Frank Gore. And then that's it's the same thing happened with the Raiders last weekend. They should have given uh, Josh Jacobs the ball to tie tie it up, and they passed it. And uh, Jimmy or Jimmy, um, the rookie freaking threw an interception, a pick six. I think it was pick six or maybe just an interception, but still bad. What's up, yeah. Steve? Says Trey, we're going to be closing up shop in about a minute or two. So hang in there with me. Trey said, Cowboys, uh, 
to put them a lot of the two years and helping study them uh, about two years uh, and he helping them. I don't know if I'm just reading stupid or don't really understand your question. Probably me. Um, Basically, uh, <laughs> but, but nothing wrong with having a Sequoia, but Brock Purdy, you know, because <laughs> all these players have what? Beamers and Mercedes and, you know. Yeah. That was only reference, but nothing wrong with, I can't even afford a Sequoia. So you're doing better off than me, Laura. Um, Trey's, they're basically saying that, oh, you know, Trey's going to give uh, the Cowboys help with the way the Niners play and all the stuff. I'm like, go ahead. It's all good. I don't care. Really, huh? Uh, real but, quick, guys. Hey, before, I just want to give we, another uh, shout out to your channel, bro. Tell people yeah, yeah. where they can find you on YouTube, on Instagram. Put it out there. We got great people. We got a lot of people watching. This is your time to let them know how they can reach you, uh, Brandon. All right, y'all. So, like it says right above my camera, Forever Faithful Podcast on YouTube. Hit that like and subscribe button. We're live on that channel as well right now. Um, trying to get to 500 subscribers right now. We're at 443. Um, so, we're getting there. Please, 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 I'll bring all the Niner news and everything. So please subscribe and like this video as well. And then we're also over on, on just hit, we just hit a thousand followers. So we're growing over there too. So make sure you hit hit that follow button on Twitter to get all your updates for every favorite podcast as well. We're also on, if you want to get that audio portion of the podcast, we're on Spotify uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, all all the other podcast platforms that you listen to, we're on there uh, for our faithful podcast. Um, so, like I said, you know, just hit that like and subscribe button. We are growing. We continue to bring you Niner, Niner updates and news and preview and post-game shows, along with my boy Beto. So, yeah. Right on. So make sure to support him. Like he said, he's trying to hit 500 on his YouTube channel. We are family here in the Niners content world. Make sure to uh, support him and follow him and uh, 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 have him uh, uh, follow you guys back. I just want to say hi to my boy, Eric Davis, one of my old co-hosts back in the day uh, from the NWA. (laughs) What's up, uh, Eric Davis? How you doing, my friend? Um, get to t- uh, get to see you on my channel. John says Aiden. Oh, that's right. Aiden O'Connell is the guy you were referenced. Is the rookie quarterback yep. for the Raiders. He he looks like he might yep. be good, but uh, we'll see. Javon Hargrave is doing the same, and we have Anthony Brown. They both know about Dallas too. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, or referencing uh, uh, Trey Lance, given spy information about the Niners. Kyle's too smart. And and Trey's too stupid anyway. So I'm I'm okay. He probably Kyle probably gave Trey all the McDonald's uh playbook. Uh Lord, <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm hating him, but he's a Dallas Cowboy. Sorry. I was joking. <laughs> I don't have it's no it's not joking. It's called lying. Sorry Laura. It's called lying. People like to categorize as joking, okay? It's lying. Repent. Just kidding. What's up, Brandon? What were you going to say? 
I uh, know. Uh, so before we head out, just real quick, um, who's your X factor on offense and defense? Oh, uh, that's a good question, uh, Brendan. Uh, who is my X factor on offense against the cup? I, I'm going to have to go with the line and I'm going to have to go with McKivitz. I think McKivitz is going to, it's really going to, uh, do some work. Is he going to get beaten by person Parsons? Maybe, but I want to see, uh, McKivitz stand up and show up and show out. So he's my pick for the offense. I know a lot of us want playmakers, but I need him to really step up. And defensively, for me, I got to see more of Drake Jackson. It's like he had three sacks week one, and then he's been laying farts for the last three games. Like a fart in the wind just Mm -hmm. disappears. He's been non-existent. I need Drake Jackson to put that pressure. I need that pressure. So I'm going with Drake Jackson on defense and McKivitz, Kobe McKivitz on offense. What about you? Great question, Brad. I'm going with I'm gonna go with George Kittle on offense, like I said earlier. I think um he's due for a game. Oh, I like so it. So I'm choosing choosing eighty five. Uh and then on defense I'm gonna go with um I'll go with Bosa. I think he gets a sack. Yeah, he yeah, he's one that has kind of I know he started late because of the whole contract situation. Hopefully he starts getting his feet underneath him. I, we need him to have that year like, like he had last year. He only has one sack uh this year. So that's not good for him. What's up, Nick? Welcome to the show. Good to see you, my friend. Let me read some of these last comments and we'll head out. Uh, make sure you guys to follow my boy Forever Faithful Podcast. Uh, show him some love and support. Appreciate that. Kyle gave Trey the Happy Meal playbook. Exactly, Laura. Exactly. So that's all he's teaching. And then Mike McCarthy is stupid anyway. Even if uh, even if uh, Trey did explain things to Mike McCarthy, he's like, "What? Which way did he go? Which way did he go? Which where did Brandon go? He went after that burger. Brandon knew you since." No digs defense will have to have Lenore step it up. Oh, Lenore, yeah, that's a good uh that's a good point there, Eric. We're gonna need to, Lenore to step up and show out as well. Um, real quick in the comments, I might not read him, but you're welcome to put him in the comments. What are your thoughts so far on Isaiah Oliver? Thumbs up or thumbs down based on what you've seen so far from him. Uh, what's up, Ray? Uh, Razor Ray. F, the what tips Trey gives the Cowboys? It's all going to come down to execution and matchups. Talk yep. your shit, Ray. Talk your shit. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Love it, Ray. Talk your shit. Uh, John says, uh, Colin Farrell. Oh, shit, I forgot about him. <laughs> I forgot about Colin Farrell. So anyway, guys, it's been great. You guys are awesome. Appreciate you guys. Again, make sure to follow my boy, Brandon, on Forever Faithful Podcast. Support him. Let's get the big boy to 500 so that we can continue to go. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for supporting the channel. Love each and every one of you. Continue to have 
a wonderful evening. Enjoy your day tomorrow. Enjoy Saturday college football. And then Sunday night, baby. It is on like Donkey Kong. Uh, Randy Daytona, I see you. I am on my way out, but I see you. I want to acknowledge you. Welcome, Randy Daytona. Any last Ciao. words before we go, uh, Brandon? Ciao, Randy. All right, go guys. Niners. Have a wonderful night. Go Niners. Peace. We're out of here.